0: For some time, many lay Catholics have cheered for the prospects of increased lawsuits as the punishment for the various dioceses around the United States and abroad that have covered up the activities of predator priests and bishops. Late last week, the ball got rolling for a new wave of lawsuits to take effect, when the state of New York's so-called Child Victims Act went into effect, which temporarily lifted the statute of limitations on reporting abuse cases against various kinds of organizations, the Catholic Church chief among them. The secular media is, of course, cheering for the tidal wave of lawsuits already filed in New York, which are being framed as being targeting the Church exclusively, which is nonsense, as we'll demonstrate, which is putting on display their hatred for the Catholic Church. But this goes beyond New York State, as several other states have their own versions of this legislation, either in the works already or set to take effect in the near future. So what does this actually do? What's its effect going to be? Let's have a look at all that, including the unintended consequences for the Boy Scouts, public schools, and other religions as well, because this isn't just targeting the Catholic Church. On the first day that the Child Victims Act went into effect, 420 lawsuits were filed in New York State, although I've seen numbers as high as 440, but 427 seems to be the most commonly reported number. Totalling, these lawsuits totaling in the hundreds of millions of dollars that was just on the first day. The cases are decades old and have been covered up by the archdiocese and other organizations, or so it is alleged. And in the case of the church, this was done under the leadership of Cardinal Spellman and the rest with the aim of quietly sweeping under the rug The history of abuse and criminal activity that were the consequence of recruiting the kinds of men for the priesthood that St. Peter Damian wrote eloquently about sending to the civil authorities for execution, which may seem harsh since the rule of our day is now that love is love, whatever that empty platitude means. But the attitude behind that empty platitude has been enthroned in the church for decades, and we've been reaping the whirlwind ever since. These 420 lawsuits have been filed in the seven dioceses across the New York state, meaning that it has touched the entire church in the state of New York. But New York isn't alone in this. States around the U.S. are taking similar action and suspending the statute of limitations. They're opening a legal window of one year for action to be taken to sue the Catholic Church and other organizations for the abuse and the cover-up of these crimes. There are also other aspects of the law that that will permit people beyond that one year to file lawsuits, the gift that keeps on giving. The potential consequences, of course, for this are catastrophic, with likely bankruptcy coming for many dioceses around the country. And what would bankruptcy look like? Well, the Catholic Church does own more property than any other organization in the United States, aside from the federal government, and much of that property would have to be liquidated to pay the lawsuits. For the most part, that's not really much of a loss that harms the church's ability to deliver the sacraments and propagate the faith, as a lot of that property in question was bequeathed to the church in wills and given as gifts from the wealthy, but these damages may not be limited to the liquidation of otherwise unused or relatively unimportant assets. If the lawsuits in question get large enough, we may see more parish consolidations, more parish closures, and of course, you and I know that the parishes that will be closed Will have the more traditional priests and the modernist clerics who will often get to keep their positions of power. I say that given the attack on traditional faith in the US by the many bishops, most notably in the example of Cardinal Supich, friend of this channel, whose assault on good priests is legendary, opting to force out good faithful priests while promoting criminal levels of heterodoxy. The example of mitered thugs like Cardinal Supich are not few either, if you've been paying attention to the promotions in the church lately. See the new Archbishop, soon-to-be Cardinal of Washington, D.C., for an example. The rule today is that the faith will take a back seat to the false gospel of politics, and that will continue until the hierarchy is purged. But the Child Victims Act is spreading across the United States. More states are lifting the statutes of limitations, many have done so already, and more lawyers will get paid to sue the church. I'm actually one of the few not cheering for this, as the maniacs running the church are the ones responsible, and they won't face justice for their crimes, (laughs) at least not earthly justice. The people who will suffer are the laity, the good priests in the dioceses, and those who rely on the various material services offered by the parishes that will probably get closed. That is the nature of how things work when modernists are running the show. They'll do everything they can to hang onto their power and their wealth. But all that aside, there is more going on here than meets the eye. As I said, the secular media is having a field day with this. Fringe revolutionary outlets like Democracy Now! are jumping on reporting the story, and here's what they have to say. Headline, New York lawmakers behind Child Victims Act say it will transform trauma into real action. Now, there's an unbiased headline. The Democracy Now! article goes on to recount the basic details of the law, but frames the story in feminist empowerment. as the two legislators behind the law are women and survivors of sexual assault, though neither's experience has anything to do with the church from what I have gathered. What feminist empowerment has to do with this, other than feminism being the ideology of non-servium, is beyond my reckoning. But Democracy Now!, which can be charitably described as so far left they make Bernie Sanders look like a centrist, isn't alone in this kind of coverage either. Mother Jones, another bastion of the lunatic fringe, has a neutral-sounding headline, but it's accompanied, and I use that term in the Nova sense, by this image. Yes, those are altar girls, and using that picture has some rather unsaid implications in the nature of the abuse, which in reality was perpetrated by men against mostly teenage young men, which doesn't fit the bill for pedophilia or the narrative being promoted, but it does for something else that will remain unsaid. Cueing Pastor Jimmy Martin and his brand of toxic advocacy. The Mother Jones article nakedly calls this a partisan political issue, making the Party of Moloch out to be champions of lawsuits against the Catholic Church. It's an odd framing, given that the Party of Moloch had historically been, and still largely is, the political party of choice for nearly half of all Catholics today in the United States and in prior years had been the party of choice for the laity in the U.S. But then again, the Catholic Church is the big bad villain in the story promoted by the professional activist class who wage war against Christ in the Church, and they dominate the media because the media are activists now. So championing this action and framing it in a political way that scores cheap partisan points makes total sense. Plus, Mother Jones isn't a trustworthy news outlet for anyone who isn't on the fringe of the fringe anyway but we see similar reporting in mainstream news articles, including the New York Times, which is why this is concerning, but really not all that surprising. Ironically, perhaps, this is hitting other organizations besides the church. Buffalo public schools are getting sued, which isn't surprising, given that the most dangerous place in America for your child is a public school, given that the rates of abuse occur in that environment at much higher rates than any church or youth program. I suspect more of those cases will be coming, But the now misnamed Boy Scouts are targeted as well, and I say misnamed because they now openly admit girls into their program and have been giving out condoms at recent national events. Yes, seriously, but what do you expect when you mix young boys and young girls together? The Boy Scouts have been targeted because of their history of abuse committed at the hands of men similar in, shall we say, orientation to those who commit the same crimes in the Catholic Church, who oddly enough the Scouts now openly permit to be scout leaders. Because we live in clown world, where the action that reasonable people would take is the action that is not taken by the people in charge of keeping children safe. But it's not only the church and the Boy Scouts either. Protestant so-called churches are targeted as well, as they suffer the same problems at similar or higher rates. Because, you know, the Protestants have a history of not letting their ministers get married. And if only they'd let their ministers get married, this problem would go away. Oh wait. You know, synagogues are also being sued as well, which I, uh, which I do find interesting. There are numerous other groups being targeted, including USA Gymnastics. The odd thing in all of this is that the reporting is largely focusing on the Catholic Church. Even Church Militant makes no mention in their reporting of the numerous other groups getting sued under this act in New York State. Which is odd, because while there were over 400 suits filed on the first day, many of them targeted non-Catholic organizations, like the Scouts, schools, USA Gymnastics and others, which would beg the question of why so much focus on the church, but we already know the answer. The secular media hates the church, and wants to focus on the problems as an attack on the faith, and because of the size and scope of the cover-ups associated with the crisis. And I mentioned church militants' coverage here, not as an attack on them, but because I'm betting many of you saw the same Vortex episode I saw last week, and a little bit of extra research found that the suits target a lot more groups than the church which is why I raised the question in the first place Char- clarity is needed on this issue anyway what do you think about all of this some will cheer for the church getting sued but I'll not be joining in on the cheering if it was the bishops who were cover who were covering things up or their estates if they have any and if they were the ones getting sued maybe I'd be happy but watching the church get looted because of the crimes of pervert modernists isn't something to cheer for in my mind maybe I'm wrong though let me know what you think in the comments of this video As always, thank you for watching and for your support. Pray for the church and feel free to jump in on our 54-day Novena of Novenas. It's never too late to join in. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.